You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, good morning, everybody. Hey, I am your host, Melanie Mitro. I'm actually very excited about today's topic. Today, we're going to talk about how to keep the passion alive for your business. And I know that this is a very real subject that actually plagues us all. And I can tell you that even myself, I have definitely had some seasons in my life where I have maybe lost a little bit of zest for for my business, where things became monotonous, where I felt like I was running in a hamster wheel, doing the same exact things month after month after month. And there have been a few just sort of things, actually I have seven, eight things on my list here that I'm going to share with you today that have really helped me to keep my passion alive for building my business. And hopefully you can um, you can apply these to every single business opportunity that you're a part of or you know future ventures or things that you're considering to do in your life, all right? So let's talk about passion. Uh, it's the summer months. I, my children are out of school. It is, I want to be outside with them. I want to be at the pool. I want to be on vacation, enjoying life. And, and, you know, also a lot of times in my business, in the business industry that I am a part of, it gets a little quiet. I notice that people stop sort of participating in calls. I notice that people stop participating in the health and fitness accountability groups as much because they're out there, you know, on vacation and traveling and barbecues. And, you know, a lot of my network and a lot of my team is parents of children, which means that they're home during the summer months which kind of throws us into into a little bit of a short-term tizzy because we're trying to re just sort of realign our calendar, our priorities, make sure that we're we're not feeling guilty because we're spending too much time in our on our business and not enough time on our families and sort of periods of of doubt come in, into can I do all this? Can I wear these this many hats? There is sometimes a season of burnout because you're trying to kind of wear, do all of these things at the same time. And it's in those seasons where I find that people's passion can sometimes diminish. And there is a few things that you can do to sort of keep that alive. So I'm reading a book right now uh, by Angela Duckworth. It is called, it's called Grit. And if you have not read her book yet, I encourage you to either buy her book to take her grit scale test but also, if you are an audio person, it's on Audible. You can listen to her also. She's kind of monotone, but the quality of the content is incredible, all right? So here's the thing. Um, passion is the most powerful thing that you can have, the most, most powerful thing that you can possess. Because when you tap into your potential and it's matched with, with that passion, you know, you're going to be able to change the world. And, and so passion and perseverance together are the things that are going to make the biggest difference. So if we think about it this way, when you, you and so some of this starts with journaling. Got myself a journal. Actually, I've had this journal and, and I started to just write. 
And I started to just think to myself, okay, you know, what are the things that I am most passionate about? And I wrote passion at the top of my page. And I started to journal, okay, what am I passionate about? I am passionate about health and fitness. And I'm not telling you what you should be passionate about. I'm going to just tell you what my journal says. I'm passionate about health and fitness. I'm passionate about helping other people learn to eat clean. I am passionate about seeing other people succeed in their health and fitness journey. I personally get the most gratification out of seeing somebody post that I helped change their life through a video or, you know, a recipe or a meal plan that I shared with them. I also am very passionate about, and this was something I didn't know off the bat, that I was passionate about teaching people how to build a business. I'm passionate about sharing these business tip Tuesdays and seeing all of you have light bulb moments where your business is changed because of something that I shared in the process. I am passionate about creating success within my organization, helping other leaders achieve their financial goals. Uh, that sets me on fire right? I know that there are going to be periods of instability. I know that there are going to be periods where I have a lack of growth. I know that my business will flatline a little bit at certain periods during the year. This is especially a season of sort of flatlining because I know that my target market is on vacation, is, you know, busy for the holidays. I will not let that deter me. I will stay focused on the end result. I know that all of the hard work and consistency and dedication that I am putting into my social media, my blog, my YouTube videos is making an impact. Even if people aren't ready to make the leap right now, I know that in the fall or when the time is right for them, they will be ready to sign up with me because I have laid the foundation and groundwork, right? I have been consistent over time. I will, during the season of quietness, allow myself to rest. I will say to myself, all right, let me reevaluate my personal goals. Let me realign my business hours where in the fall, my kids are at school. My kids are, you know, busy with activities. I have more free time. So my business hours could be once they got on the bus and were gone for the day or in the evenings when they had activities. Now that my kids are home from school, I say to myself, what are the most important activities that I need to focus on right now in order to move my business forward? I shifted things around. I decided to get up a little bit earlier in the summertime. So I was sleeping in until about six o'clock, seven o'clock in the during the school year because I could do my workout when they got on the bus. Now I'm back to that 5 a.m. or 4:30 wake-up time so I can get my workout in. I can get my power hour or two hours in. I can work for a few hours in the morning while they're getting going and doing their chores. And then we can have the day to do fun things together. I will allow myself to work certain nights of the week and other nights I will have time off. So I've created a different sort of work schedule for myself during these months because I know that I need to, I don't want to feel guilty. I don't want to be stressed out. And I know that this is a way that I can sort of manage it all. So basically, I just journaled what I was feeling. I journaled the things that made me feel alive, that got me in this business in the first place. It definitely was my own physical transformation. It definitely was seeing my customers have success. And, and so there are going to be these periods where you're just kind of stuck. And I find that in these periods, the best thing that you can do is number one is to reinvent yourself. 
you know, I was on a team call last night and I had two of my, my leaders and they were talking about how they use their pregnancy, how they use getting pregnant, their, maybe even their obstacles at conceiving at first, how they used each week of their pregnancy, how they used all the phases of, you know, after childbirth and postpartum and how they were taking their social media on a journey with them and how they were reinventing themselves and how they branded themselves again because they're like, you know what? I have this platform. I can use this not only to help myself get through this pregnancy, but I can take people on the journey with me. I can share with them what I'm doing, the things I'm finding and the ways that I'm staying accountable. And so basically they reinvented themselves. How many of us have gone through our first transformation? I've been in this business for six years. My transformation happened five years ago. I will tell you that I have fluctuated in my nutrition and my fitness. You may not always see that on the outside, but I've definitely had periods where my physical fitness and my nutrition really tanked. But when I reinvent myself and I commit, so for example, we have a new product that is launching. I'm going to get behind, well, I did that product in the test group. But for you guys, it's like reinvent yourself, get behind it, commit to it, print out the nutrition plan, print out the tracking sheets, get the workout schedule, post it up on the wall, basically reinvent your transformation, reinvent that transformation and say, I'm going to commit to the next 21 days to the next, you know, 42 days of two rounds of the new workout program. And I'm going to reinvent myself. I'm going to speak to my niche. You know, my niche is changing. The way I talked six years ago when I first went through the transformation, it was all weight loss. It was all about getting control of that post-baby belly. It was all speaking to moms of young children. Now, my journey is about improving my physical fitness. It's about staying healthy. It's about maintaining the results or maybe just tightening up after um, you know a relaxed summer. It's kind of getting back on track. It's managing my school age children. My posts are different, but I keep reinventing myself based on the time of year and the season that I personally am going through. Some of us, even in the course of our business, have been diagnosed with um, with some you know illnesses or autoimmune diseases, or we found out we have some intolerances. That's another opportunity not to leave the business or stop building the business or think you're at a disadvantage, but to embrace it and make it a part of your story. You take that autoimmune, that Hashimoto's, that gluten intolerance, and you say, I will not let it define me. I will start hashtagging things that have to do with that disease. I will start finding support groups. I will plug into those people. I will go out there. I'll try new recipes. I'll blog about it. I'll take people on my journey, the ups, the downs, the plateaus, the setbacks, the exciting things that have happened to me, and I will make that my brand and my niche. So number one, you're always reinventing yourself at whatever point in your life you are in because new people are going to follow you and come in and out. Your goal is to say, I hope that whatever season that you enter my life through social media in, that I have made an impact in some way. I know that people won't stay with me forever and I'm okay with that. I just hope that I left a positive mark on your life or gave you something at that point in your life that helps you. All right. Number two, know your outcome and your purpose. If you don't know your outcome and your purpose in your business, then where's the passion, right? Now, you're allowed to be unsure of what your outcome and your purpose is, right? It's okay to admit that you're not sure. 
It's okay to say, I don't, I don't know exactly where I want to go. I just know that I love to do this. I just know that I love to teach health and fitness classes. I love to get in front of it. And I don't, I'm just making this up. I love to teach Pio. And I don't know how my passion for Pio is going to transform into this business, but I'm going to figure it out. So therefore, I'm going to keep teaching Pio. I'm going to keep teaching people proper nutrition. I'm going to keep putting it out there on social media. I'm going to share modifications. I'm going to share the moves. I'm going to talk to people about proper breathing and engaging your core. And in the process, I am going to figure out how this passion for Pio is going to become my source of income. And so when you devote yourself to a business venture or an idea or, you know, a a cause, you will eventually figure out what the outcome is. But you have to continually grow yourself. So one of the big things is I always say to myself, if my goal is to have financial freedom, what is going to be the way that I get there that makes me the most fulfilled? And I think to myself, if I am, and you know, we see this, right? We always see these shiny objects that sort of pop up in our life and tempt us to just switch gears automatically and go over here and start something new. And it's so easy to say to ourselves, man, my my outcome is teaching Pio and making that my income, but I see all these people over here and they're doing this thing in business and it looks really good. So I think I'm going to go join them instead and I'll just put my passion for Pio on the back burner. And here's the thing. 80% of life is showing up. Staying true to your commitments even when it's uncomfortable, uncomfortable. Even when you don't see the outcome yet. Even when you don't see the fruit of your labor. If you are passionate about whatever it is that you're doing and it hasn't come to fruition yet, Can I please tell you to get a little patience? I always joke with my friends, put on your patient pants, right? This business takes time. I was listening to my book this morning. Angela Duckworth was talking about this individual who wanted to work in like West Africa and be a journalist there. And his goal was to be a journalist in West Africa. And he went through a series of different positions in journalism through in California, in New York City, in Florida. It took him 10 years to get enough experience and make enough contacts to be at the point where he was doing his dream job. 10 years. 10 years. He had a lot of setbacks. He had a lot of obstacles. He had a lot of roadblocks. But at every obstacle and roadblock was a growing experience, was growth. And I think you want to look at your business venture that way too. Patience. Patience is not our strongest virtue. But you have to remember that in within the midst of the obstacles and the hurdles, when you have perseverance and passion and you have that I will never give up attitude and you dive into your personal growth, like at these times when I don't know clearly how this situation is going to change my life or make me more positive, when, when I start to have a little bit of fear or doubt that sinks in, I sink in and I listen, I journal, I write, I do personal development. And sometimes whatever somebody else is reading is certainly not what I need at that moment. And I allow myself to just settle into the discomfort for the moment because it really is important. It really is important for you to let that uncomfortableness sink in because it allows your passion to grow bigger and larger. It's when you reinvent yourselves is in those seasons of change and instability. But the one thing I have never stopped doing is I never stopped moving forward. I never stopped trying. I never stopped failing. 
I never stopped tweaking and reinventing myself so that I could eventually find my niche, find my platform, find my voice in this noisy social media world. All right. The next thing is, you know, launching a new idea. That's number three. So launching a new idea is important. Anytime I get stuck, I reinvent myself. I come up with a new type of support and accountability group, right? If everybody's talking about Whole30, for example, right, I might come up with my own type of like free Whole30 group, but I don't call it that and maybe call it something else. And I talk about just clearing the crap out of your body and here are some things that have worked for me and these, I'm going to do a free group and just talk to you about how I gained my energy back and, and how I felt the best that I've ever felt before and just talk to people about the things I eliminated. Or if I had a really great result with, you know, shift shop or high fat, low carb, I'm going to do a free group that teaches people about that or incorporate that into my next challenge group. That's my experience. I can share it with others. I get behind new ideas and new initiatives. Also, new trainings. I team up with new people. So number four, it's mingle with new people. If your circle of people that you're spending time with is dragging you down, if they're negative Nellies, if they're whining, if they're talking about people that are are quitting their teams, if they're talking about how their social media isn't growing and their warm market is tapped out and this market is saturated, my God you're going to become those negative Nellies too. You got to change your state. Just because they're your friends doesn't mean that you need, they need to be your business partners at this moment. Maybe you need to put a little bit of separation there. I do not spend time with people that drag me down. Do I talk to people? Absolutely. Am I always there to support them? Absolutely. But the minute I feel stuck or I feel like that my passion is getting stuck, I associate with somebody new. I reach out, I ask questions, I pick their brain, I give them some ideas, they give me some new ideas, and we share and we grow together. Because I want to surround myself with people that are innovative, that are reinventing, that are reevaluating, that are open and willing to grow, that don't look at obstacles as doom and gloom, but they look at them as opportunities for future growth. I mingle with new people whenever I can. I never abandon my wonderful friends that I do have, but sometimes you just need some freshness in there, even outside of your own organization in order to reignite that fire again. That also sort of goes into the blocking out of negativity. I mean, how many of you look at your news feed on Instagram and Facebook and just see negativity or complaining or, you know, all sorts of stuff? That's what people do. I mean, social media, there's no filter. People can say whatever they want. So I like to live in a bubble and I like to be positive. And so for me, if I see somebody that is just constantly complaining, they get an unfollow from me. They just do. Because I want my circle, when I log in to my social media, I want my circle to be people that are going to make me better. People that are going to inspire me. People that are going to remind me of the journey and all the possibilities that have yet to come. I don't go searching for other people's negativity. If somebody's negative, I don't go searching their Facebook to see what they're up to. Uh, if somebody, you know, switches companies and, you know, they're they're talking about their company and they're bashing somebody else, I do not go searching for their Facebooks or their Instagrams to see what they posted today and if they bashed a company today. I just cut the ties 
clear it and move on. Because in my mind, I know that I am passionate about building my business and I'm not going to waver for that. Waver from that, no matter what sort of comes in and maybe sort of challenges me, I know that it is making me stronger. And I guard that bubble like no other. I block it out. I am not afraid to put up a wall. I have respect for other business owners. I have respect for what other people do, but I need to respect this space and my positive headspace because the way I think will always be projected to my team. And if I don't guard that, I may accidentally let something negative seep through. All right, next thing. I talked about personal development, but it's just changing your state. You know, you ever get in sort of that negative state, right? How many of you work in the same office, the same, in the same house? I mean, I work in my house. I work in the same room. I literally don't have to go outside of the house if I, um, if I don't want to. But guess what? Sometimes these four walls get boring to look at. When you're working behind a computer screen all the time, you know, you feel, sometimes feel alone. So I like to go to the coffee shop and work. I like to get together with my, with my friends and work. I, you know, will change my state. I'll go to the patio. I, you know, so sometimes I'll work from my laptop. And so for me, I have to change my state. If I'm doing a workout and it's not motivating me, change the state. Why are you going to do something that you hate or loathe? If you hate your meal plan, change it. You have the power to say, I don't like the state that I'm in right now. I need to change it. You have the ability to say, I don't like the mindset that I'm in right now. Change it right? And so you have the ability to change your state. If it's awful, go away for the weekend, go to a cabin, go rent a hotel room, go have a girl's night out, go grab a drink. If you aren't in a state where you are creative, you are passionate, change the state. It is better for you to take some time, take a step back for the next 24 hours, get in a positive mindset than to sit there and make yourself work when you are a negative Nancy, correct? Correct. So change your state. And then the last thing is this. When you're passionate about something and you love what you're doing, um, doing it over and over again and struggling is what makes you great. No matter how difficult, keep doing it. Rewriting your story over and over is what you should do. Rewriting your life, your journey, you know, be willing to outwork the competition, be willing to work harder. Do not look at your business as, um, as a popularity contest or who has the best looks or who has the best social media following or takes the best photos or has a photography background. The thing that is going to make you great is your never give up attitude, your passion and your perseverance and you staying the course. Because I watch people come and go. I watch people that have amazing potential leave. I watch people with amazing potential flourish. And the difference between those people is their grit. It is their passion and their perseverance towards an idea. It is not giving their their goal an end date. It is saying to themselves, I understand that I get up every single day and I push past the obstacles because it grows me in personal development. I get up every day and I innovate because I know that coming up with new ideas is going to inspire new people. I get up every day, my feet hit the floor, and I am grateful for this next hour of my life that I am alive. 
and I begin to count my blessings and realize just how blessed I am. And that maybe right now I am in a season of discomfort and discontent, but I recognize that this is just a season. And that I still see the end result. I still see the goal. I still know where I want to go. And maybe the road is a little foggy. And maybe it's a little windy right now. And maybe I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there. But I am going to stay the course. Because my passion and my perseverance and my work ethic are going to outwork any talent or any other business opportunity or anything that anybody else can dangle in front of me, that carrot doesn't matter because I know what I want. And so that's what I encourage you guys to recognize today is if you stick it out and you dig back in and you do that personal development, you surround yourself with positive people, you reinvent yourself and you are open to the possibilities and you allow yourself to be uncomfortable, you're going to find your season of balance, growth, explosive growth that is going to leave a mark on this world in a positive way. All right, with that being said, I hope that this helps you with some tips for keeping your passion alive. If you haven't read the book Grit by Angela Duckworth, I highly encourage you to do so. I also read the book 10X by Grant Cardone. That has helped me so much. I've reached out, found some just new people to network with. That has helped me so much. Um, And so all of these things that I share with you are things that I'm doing in my life. You know, things that I'm doing to make sure that I'm always staying relevant and passionate and excited about the business that I have coming in the future. All right. Have a great day and I'll see you guys later. Bye, everybody.